Hello and welcome to the Recordings of a Fangirl. Hashtag <laughs> sarcasm. On this Friday, the 26th of May, 2023. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you to everybody who served our country. Thank you to everybody who is serving and who did serve. And I think I should start off by saying this to everybody else. I'll probably say it again at the end. So I'll say it now in the beginning. Do not be a stupid idiot and drink and drive this weekend. I know like everybody's going to have like parties and you're going to go out and, and have fun. Sure. Go have fun. But don't be a stupid idiot. Get behind the wheel of a car if you have been drinking. I don't care if you're buzzed. If you're buzzed, you're drunk. Okay? You should not be drinking. There are 10,000 different ways of being able to get a ride. Either have somebody who doesn't drink, you know, be the designated driver. Either that, get an Uber, get a Lyft, take a bus, take a train, take a cab, call a friend, call a family member. I don't care. There's no reason to drive drunk. Because not only will you change your life, but you can hurt innocent people. So have fun, but be smart when having fun. Okay, that PSA was brought to you by me. Um, anyhow, oh, so you hear me blowing my like this. <laughs> I had to put extra nail polish on my pinky, <laughs> on my pinky finger. For some reason, like I'm like, well, because you know I, I don't know, but um, for some reason, this one pinky hates nail polish. So <clears throat> I had to fix that. I, anyhow, welcome, hello, how are you? How are your last two weeks? I can tell you mine were chaotic, but chaotic in a good way. So I'll, I'll mention that at the end of the podcast. Um, so I've, we've, we've had some time now to really think about the New York Rangers. Like, think about the team, think about where it's going to happen, think about what we want to happen. Um, so I'll start with the coach. I do not want Quinville as the coach. Repeat, I don't give a flying fuck how successful he is. I do not want him here. Okay? He turned his back. He turned his head away from sexual assault. Because, oh, that's going to distract the team. I don't give a fuck that it distracts the team. I don't give a flying fish. Okay? I don't care. If a player is being sexually assaulted by somebody else in the organization, you do not turn your back. And then he helped that coach get another job. That coach who sexually assaulted a player should not be working. He should be behind bars. He should be in jail is where he should be. I'm sorry, but no. And if Gary Bettman reinstates him, then you know that Gary Bettman does not give a shit because he should not be reinstated. He should be, he should be suspended for five years. That's like, that's my thinking. Five years he should be suspended for. At least three, ma- maximum five. And if Chris Drewy is waiting for him to uh, talk to Gary Bettman and then be reinstated, he's a, then he's an asshole. Because Chris Drewy, hey, ho, hey, hi. Um, you have your coach in your system. You have Chris Knobloch. Chris Knobloch should be the next head coach of the New York Rangers. I thought he should have been hired before David Quinn. But Chris Knobloch, look what he's done with the, with the Wolfpack. And guess what he has? He knows how to develop players. He knows how to do that. He would be a perfect coach for Alexi Lafreniere and Filipino, and if we keep Capo Caco, he'd be a perfect, perfect coach. And then you want to bring up Will Cooley, and you want to bring up Brendan Othman, and you want to bring them in. He'd be perfect coach for them. Because, I mean, let's just look at it realistically. Realistically, Will Cooley and Brendan Othman should be on this team next year. 
without a doubt. I don't want to hear that they need to have another year on the system. They're ready. Take the training wheels off. Let's go. Because that's how you develop players. Keeping them in their mind in your minors for that long period of time is not going to help them. It's going to hurt them. They need to be up here. Um, look at what Othman has done. Um, he's won his championship. He he hits. He scores goals. He's gritty. He fights if he needs to. He is a full rounded hockey player. That's exactly what this team fucking needs. And we've seen Cooley come up here before, so we know Cooley is not afraid to fight, and we know Cooley wants to score goals, and he he defends, and he back checks, and he does all that, those things that we need on this team. And speaking of that, I think the New York Rangers fan base sometimes is so delusional. Not only delusional, but stupid. <laughs> um, and, and they're also, um, they're also, um, oh my God, hypocritical too. So all they do is complain. We have nobody on this team that has grit. We need gritty players. We need players who are going to back check. We need players who are going to try to take it to the net, blah, blah, blah. And we have one in Barclay Goodrow. Oh, um, oh, Rangers are going to try to trade him in the offseason. They're going to try to trade him. They're going to get rid of him. Um, but we got to trade him because of cap space, because, you know, that's what we need to do. Um, but then I argued yesterday, well, if Chris Drew is so freaking ass concerned about cap space, he should have never give Jimmy Vesey an extension. He should have never give Harper an extension. I mean, do we really have to give Philip Heedle an extension? Right, I'll say yes. And nothing against Jimmy and nothing against Ben. I actually think Ben should play. Because I think if you're going to give a player an extension and then you traded and you got Nicola, Nico, Nicola. Nicola, Ricola. <laughs> Every time I think of him, that's what I think of. I think we all think of that. But and then you got Nico, right? And then what did, what did we do? We paid Ben to sit in the press box again. We paid a player to sit there. Are we going to pay him to sit in the press box next year? Or are we going to just send him down to the Wolfpack? But we're paying him. That's, like, that's the same thing. Like last year, when Chris Drury signed Ryan Carpenter, he was up here for what? How long? How long was he up here for? Till November? And then November, December, January, February, March, April, he sat, he played in the Wolfpack. We paid him to, we played, we paid him to play for Hartford. A mistake. Like the Rangers have to stop just giving out money. And then saying, oh, well, you know what? You can go play for our wolf pack. No. Stop that nonsense. That's crazy shit. So here's my thinking. Okay. Now, I am not throwing any player under the bus. I like to say that first. I like Jimmy. I think Jimmy's good. I think he did a great job this year. I'm so sorry if I insult him in some sort of way by saying he, we shouldn't give him the extension. But for cap space purposes, that's why I'm saying it. Because the money that you gave him and then the money you gave Ben, if you're not going to use Ben, because we have Zach Jones and we have Robertson in the Wolf, for the Wolf Pack that should come up, they should get a chance to play on this team. Then you don't need Ben. So then why give him the extension if he's not going to play? If he's not going to be Schneider's partner next year, why did you pay him? If he's going to be Schneider's partner, fine or is he gonna be see or who's gonna be Truba's partner because you know what frankly I don't think we should really be giving Miller any any money I think we should trade Miller I think it's time to let it go I don't see how he's going to be a good part of his team anymore um he's he's certainly went downhill he took a turn for the worse this year and don't tell me oh he had a good year no he did not have a good year okay the first half of the year was good and then from then on, he went downhill. When does he hit? When does he back check? I mean, yes, he, he won the Dallas game. Well, he tied the game in Dallas. The Dallas game, he tied it. 
but how many goal? If we're all going to complain that our defensemen don't score goals, like we need defensemen who score goals, and we all say that he has a, such this great talent to score goals, well, where the fuck are his goals? Then he should be getting twenty goals right off the bat. Then every single year, at least twenty. I I don't see that. Do you? He has. He's he's big. He's strong. He's this. He's that. Well, I don't see it. Maybe he just needs a little bit more development. Maybe we should send him to to Wolfpack. Maybe he should play down there instead, and give somebody else the opportunity to come up here. Because that's the problem that we're gonna have. We have to sign him. You have to sign Alexa Lafreniere, and to all those people who are still throwing him under the bus, you know what? Shut up. Shut up. Well, he was our first draft. Yes. It doesn't make a difference where you're drafted. You could be drafted 99th and still be a star. Your draft number has no relevance to what kind of player you're going to be. So you have to get that out of your head. And also, I will say this. Athletes develop on their own timeline not on our timelines. So I know, like, I'm being critical of Miller, rightly, rightly so, because I think he's, I don't, I don't see it anymore. And I don't think Miller should be with Truba, because they're both slow as hell. Truba's slow. Okay, he's not a speed demon. We all know that. He needs, and how many times has Truba and Miller given the puck away? How many giveaways have they both had as being partners? I don't think Miller is highlighting Truba's strengths, and I don't think Truba is highlighting Miller's strengths as partners. So if we're going to keep Miller, then we need to find then he needs to be put somewhere else. Truba needs a new Truba needs a new partner, and it's not Miller because they both don't help each other out. They both have weaknesses. And that's what they showcase. They showcase their weaknesses when they're partnered together. And can we please take Truba off the power play? Just take him off the power play. He shouldn't be on the power play. Nothing against Trubes. I love the man. But no. Power play, no. Bye. Put somebody else there. Like I said, you need people who are fast to be on the power play. Um, the penalty kill, he does a great job. He does do a great job when he's penalty killing. He blocks shots and all that stuff. So keep him on that, but take him off the power play. Put somebody else back there. Um, Foxy's on power play one. So power play two. Um, just trying to think. I, I, I don't know if you should put Schneider back there. Um, but maybe you should try Schneider instead. Or maybe we get Robertson up here and we have Robertson on the power play. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But there are a lot of decisions that have to be made for this team. And those are the first ones. The first one is who the hell is going to be the coach? Second of all, are we giving them a qualifying offer? Miller and Laffey. We should. I'll, I'll even say we should still give Miller a qualifying offer. Maybe he just had a, um, an off second half. Maybe he's going to come back next season and he's going to be a different guy. But hopefully he's getting a skating coach too. So I think, they, I think he needs a skating coach. I think he needs some sort of like skills coach. That's basically what I think Miller needs. I think um, Alexi Lafreniere needs a skating coach and he needs to work on his skills, his puck skills, because he's got so many skills. I'm telling you right now, Alexi Lafreniere is a top six player. I can see it in him. I can so see it in him. Why half of you and this fan base give up on him, I don't, I don't understand. But he's got so much skill, and he should be on the first line with Mika. Next season, first line. And then that's another thing we have to talk about. Hold on, I need coffee. <laughs> Okay, um, we're, 
I don't really see them bringing back Patrick Kane, and they better not bring back Patrick Kane. Because I'm just, like I said to you before they got him, and I'm going to reiterate it again. His vibe did not vibe with the team. He ruined the team chemistry. It's just the way sometimes it goes with certain players. And you don't need star power in order to win. You don't, you have, we have star power. We have enough star power on this team. You don't need any more quote unquote stars on this team in order to win. That's not what's going to get you the Stanley Cup. Um, I would love it if they would sign, if they would re-sign Valley, but I don't see that happening either. Because, I mean, let's think about this. They have to give Ryan Lindgren an, an, an extension. They should give him a five-year extension, keep him here till he's 30, and then see what happens after that. But I'm telling you, he, of all of them, deserve the extension. Not taking anything away from Jimmy Vesey and not taking anything away from, from Ben Harper, but my God, he's the heart and soul of this fucking team. Even the fans see that. He won the Stephen McDonald Award. He won the Player of Players Award. Everybody knows what kind of player he is. And I will also add this. Can we, can we strip Panarin of the A? Okay, do we not understand what the A means? Okay, I know Jacob Chuba understands what the C means, but do we understand what the A on the jersey mean? Alternative captain. Alternative captain. That's what it means. How the fuck does he still have that A? Are we afraid to strip it from him? Take the fucking A. You want me to come in there? I'll take the A away from him. I don't give a fuck. He is not a leader on this fucking team. Strip him of the A. That A should be on Ryan Lindgren's jersey, for God's sakes. Put the A on his fucking jersey, will you please? He's more of a leader than Panarin will ever be. I hate saying this, but Panarin's a goofball. That's what he is. He's a legit goofball. And he thinks that... I don't know. He thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants out there half the time. He does not back check. He back checks very sparingly, and then he brags about it, the fact that he back checks. Um, hi, bread, yo, you're supposed to fucking back check every game and not be so, like, enthusiastic about it when you do it. I want people to clap for you when you actually back check. You're supposed to back check every game. See, here's the problem. How you play on game one is how, when the season starts, is how you're going to play even when the playoffs come. It's like what I always say. How you practice is how you're going to perform. How you play game one is going to take you throughout the entire season. You can't just not show up. You know, you got to show up every game. And Panarin does not show up every game. And then he gets breakaways, and he does, he fails on those. I don't think I've ever seen him really score on breakaways. If somebody can show me a video of him actually scoring on a breakaway, please do so. And I don't mean on the shootouts. Um, but he did miss that breakaway in the Devils series. We know that for a fact. So, I mean, and he's had a couple during the season, and I don't think he's even scored on those. He has to fix his game. His game needs to be fixed. Now, I know it's a long shot. I know it's a long shot. But he withholds most of our cap space. Out of all the players with their contracts, he has the most tied into, he's the most, he's the player tied into most of our cap space. Maybe it's time we tell him he doesn't vibe here anymore. He needs to go somewhere else. Pick a team, let's, let's work it out. And I, I'm, I'm being completely serious. Because think of all the cap space we would have if we got rid of him. Because I'm done with him. I'm, I'm serious. I'm so done with him. 
you know, yes, he vibes. He has, he, he's great for social media because he makes facial expressions. He laughs, he smiles, but that's not, I don't give a crap about that stuff and neither should you. Sure, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's great to see players who do that kind of stuff and vibe and who are fun and, and, and bring that kind of character to our team. But seriously, at the end of the day, we need players who are going to work their fucking asses off to win. That's what you want in a player. He does not bring that here. He does not back check. I don't even think he even four checks for that matter. He makes too many freaking passes. He never shoots the puck when you want him to shoot. He always makes that overpass. Thank God against the Penguins two years ago, he didn't. But I almost thought he was going to throw it back to Fox. He moved up and he took a shot and it went in. Thank you, God. But that's the only time he's ever showed up in the playoffs was game seven against the Penguins. From then on, he's been a no-show. And then no fucking accountability afterwards. Here you have Jacob Truba giving a video. You have I see Amika on a video. I saw Barclay on a video. I saw I think Chris Kreider on a video. Vincent Chotrek on a video. Ryan Lingren got interviewed. Um, Foxy, um, Philip Hedel got interviewed. Kako got interviewed. Laffy got interviewed. Where the hell was our alternative captain, our Artemidi Panarin, on a fucking video? No, he had a little, he had a little one-to-one with Vincent Marciano, or whatever his freaking ass name is, with Vincent from Lower Hudson Valley, um, who covers the, covers the team, the beat writer Vincent. Vince, I'll call him Vincent. Vince. Yeah, he had a little interview with him, so we can just put his quotes in a newspaper. Quotes in a paper. Quotes on the internet. This is what, this is what Bread said, quote, how do I know that he said that? It's not on video. No accountability. No accountability for him not showing up. And he is the alternative captain? Are you kidding me? He does not need to be the alternative captain anymore. He needs to focus on forechecking and backchecking. He needs to focus on shooting. He needs better ice presence because he, he stinks when he's out there. Oh, but look at how many points he got us because blah, blah, blah. Great. Great. I don't care, really. To, I'm, I'll tell you, I don't care. He can get 90 points for all I care. But when it really matters the most, he never shows up. <clears throat> hmm? That's like having a friend show up for you in your life every day, right? Show up, show up, show up. And then when the, when, the, <clears throat> when the tides turn and you're down and you need your friend to pick you up, he's a no-show. Oh, but he was there for me every day until then. Good, good. But he should be there for you when you need him the most. And he's not. He's not. I think Jacob Truba did a fantastic job being captain this year. I don't know why we were, we were talking about it on Twitter about like two weeks ago. Someone had a stupid freaking ass poll. Oh, how do you think Jacob Truba did? Blah, 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 captain. And we had to go through all that captain shit again. Oh, well, he should have been captain, not this guy. He should have been captain, not him. No, I'm going to say it again. They picked the right guy for captain. Repeat, they picked the correct player for captain. Jacob Chuba's a great captain. He's great on and off the ice. That's what you want your captain to be. Number one. Number two, he cares about this team. He got the team motivated to play during the season. He did his job. He, whatever he says to them, they listen to him, they do it. And sometimes he doesn't have to say anything. He can just lead by example. Or, yes, throw a helmet, have a fight, have a big hit, spark the team. He knows how to do all that. He is perfect in that role. 
Chris Kreider never wanted to be captain. He didn't want that responsibility. And also think the captain has to speak to the media. The, that's what the captain's job is. Chris didn't want that responsibility. He did not want the responsibility of being captain. Would he have made a good captain? Probably. I think he would have, but we didn't, we, we didn't go in that direction. We went with Jacob Truba. He's the captain. Whether you like it or not, he's going to be the captain. And I'm going to say this. Everybody always goes back to the past with this team. Well, we always, we trade our captains. You know, that's earth to everybody that's listening. Ready? Get this through your thick skulls. The past is not running this team anymore. You have future people who are running this team. And I can tell you, and you can see, if you don't see this by now, Chris Drewy has an ego. You think if he chose Jacob Trouba, he's going to then turn around and trade him because we need cap space? Jacob Trouba is finishing out his contract here, whether some of you like it or not. They're not going to trade Jacob Trouba because that would be one of the, one of the biggest mistakes that this team would do. This team needs Jacob Trouba. They can trade some other players down the line. And I can tell you after next season, the 2023-24 season, Chris Kreider's contract with his no trade clause turns into a possibility of a trade. It's not an MTC. It's an, there's an M in front of it. It's modified. It's a modified trade clause after next season. Just so you know. And um, if you're going to spread rumors on Twitter that we're going to trade Barclay Goodrow, who has the most fucking grit, who stood up for Ryan Lindgren when Ryan Lindgren got hurt um, again with TJ Oshie's hit, <clears throat> who is constantly always standing up for his teammates and has so much grit and takes the puck to the net, and that fourth line was the only line that showed up during the playoffs. Can you at least know how many years he has left on his contract? <laughs> he doesn't have five. He has four. And I would be, that would be a disservice to this team if they got rid of him, if they trade him. So, and I will tell you this, a lot of writers, a lot of beat writers make up shit. A lot of people on Twitter make up shit. Right now it's dead. There's nothing happening. You're going to make something up. Because you want, you want movement, you want tweets, you want clicks. I don't, Chris Drewy is just like the New York Jets um, GM in Douglas. Quiet and to the best. He keeps everything to the best. He does not let you know what he's thinking. No one knows what he's thinking. We don't, we have no clue what is going to transpire. Nobody does. Nobody has inside information. Don't believe that shit. For one second, I can tell you right now. We can guess what's going to happen, but that's all we can do. And yes, so I so the 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 Rangers let go of Jim Ramsey. I was very shocked like everybody else was, but then I was thinking about it. A trainer has a lot of responsibilities and head responsibilities, mind you. He, they got Patrick Kane in here and he was injured. Did Jim Ramsey say that he was good to go? Because, you know, Chris Drewy has an a, a ego. He doesn't want to be take the blame, so he'll blame somebody else. Ryan Lindgren's injury also top, tops my head and pops into my head because Ryan Lindgren got hurt in that game against Washington Capitals. He was out for a month and two weeks. First of all, he shouldn't have come back, and then he was out for those two extra two weeks. But still, he could have been put on LTIR, which would have helped the cap space problem with trying to get Patrick Kane in here. But they could have he 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 was going to miss a month anyway. Did he get misdiagnosed? Now he's not. I know. Now I know. 
I know. People jumping up and down. I know Jim Ramsey's not a doctor, and the doctor has to tell the team what he thinks of the injury. But the trainer's also responsible for rehab. That's what the trainer is, that, that's what the trainer does. I mean, I can give you the exact um, job description if you would like. But that's what, he's, that's what his job is. He screwed the pooch on Ryan Lindgren. Because then, first of all, and here's how he screwed it up. He's coming back against Carolina. And I think, was it, was it Jasper Fa- Faust that, like, just bumped into him? Like, uh, like, seriously, he didn't really hurt him. Like, to me, that didn't look like that was going to hurt. And he got hurt, and he was out. And then he was out for two more weeks. Like, those two things pop out at me with Jim Ramsey. That someone had, like, a conspiracy theory that um, the reason that um, Elliot Friedman, is that his name? I have his name correct. Um, was getting, like, quote-unquote inside information from Jim Ramsey. Um, here's my thinking on that. Ready? What the hell is Jim Ramsey going to know what the team's doing? Do you think he's going? He's in, in uh, meetings with, um, with the, with the uh, management? With, he's in um, ma- meetings with Chris Drewy. So he knows what Chris Drew is going to do. Uh, doubt it. Doubtful. The trainer's not going to know that shit. I can definitely see them letting him go as, a, as an escape goat because, you know, of Patrick Kane, which Patrick Kane should never have been here in the first place. And Patrick Kane was selfish in his own right. He should have just finished out his career in Chicago with his buddy, Toes. He just should have stayed in Chicago. That's it. Never should have come here. He should have had surgery. That's what he should have had. Pack it up, have surgery, get rehab, and come back. And then let's talk. Well, we'll we'll have to just wait and see what happens. We'll just have to wait and see, because I'm telling you, a lot is going to happen. Between... June 1st and July 4th, I predict a lot is going to transpire with the Rangers. You're going to see a lot of stuff happen. I just have that feeling. I'm telling you, a lot of stuff's going to happen. And then, of course, we have um, Adam Fox getting engaged, which, you know, that was the next step. You always, I, I, just, I just knew that was going to happen. So I'm so excited for him and Tate. I love his fiance. Can I just say that? Oh, I did. <laughs> I love her. She is so freaking adorable. I think out of I, like all the girlfriends, she's like my favorite because like well, besides um, Vincent Trocheck's wife Hillary, um, uh, who's she's just freaking awesome. Um, I think Tate is so freaking adorable. She's so cute. She is like the near the like the girl like the next the girl from the next door like the next girl. The next door tight girl. Oh my god, I can't talk today. I need more caffeine. Um, well, that's what she reminds me of. But she's so adorable, and I'm so excited for you guys. That's really exciting. And I want to say kudos to Adam Fox for hiring professionals to do that shit. Setting up the flowers and the candles and having champagne and having everything set up and professional pictures done of the moment. I and the ring choice was excellent he hit it out of the park can you men out here get that through your heads that women do not want to be proposed to with the scoreboard when you're sitting watching a fucking game i hate those proposals because i find like the guy cops out of that he's like well i'll get the ring and i'll buy the ring and then i'll pay for them to put her name on the scoreboard and she'll just like love it um no if you're going to do a public proposal, then it needs to be center ice, center court, 50-yard line, or home plate. Literally, I'm not kidding. That's where it needs to be if you're going to do it at a sporting event. It needs to be center ice, center court, 50-yard line, or home plate. Not in the fucking stands with the freaking stupid scoreboard. No. That, no. And, guys, you really need to put some more thought into that, too. 
Like, you need to make it a romantic moment because that's what it is. The girl has been dreaming about this her entire life. Don't blow it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't blow it. We'll get into a dating thing at the end. Um, relationship segment at the end because I have something to say. Um, <laughs> from what I've been um, looking at. Um, what was I going to talk about now? Um, oh, I'm excited for football. That's coming too. So with Aaron Rodgers here at the Jets, I'm very excited. Um, I already have his shirt with his number on it, so I'm ready to go. And speaking of football, so, okay, and fashion. So Fridays are Fashion Fridays. So I like to then, so what I'm going to be doing throughout the year now with football starting and hockey pretty much starting around the same time. Um, football starts in September and hockey starts in October. I'm going to do my podcast on Tuesdays from now on. So I figure... I'll figure Tuesday will end up talking about Monday night football, right? Because Monday night football will be over. Then I will predict what will happen with Thursday night football and then those weekend games. And then, of course, then we will throw in the hockey segments. So this way I can just do one complete podcast on Tuesday and then do my hockey fashion Fridays on Friday. Because those are like the best. Um... And this way also spreads things out a little bit more for me. So this way I don't want to like have a, have like put out a video for Fashion Friday on Friday and then also my podcast. No, I'd rather do it Tuesday. So coming in September, my po- this podcast, The Recordings of a Fangirl, will be on Tuesdays. Um, and then Fashion Friday will be Friday. And then we'll have our in-between stuff, in-between. Um, so yes, so let me start saying some other things. <laughs> let me talk about this stuff. So if you haven't seen my posts, I quit coaching the high school team. It was mutual, trust me. Um, the girls were a little surprised though. They had no clue. But um, I basically, here's my thing. If you're not gonna work hard for me and you don't want it as bad as I want it, I'm not going to put the time and energy into that because that's not good. That's, that's stressful, number one, and that's not something good for my highest good. That's not things, everything works out for my highest good. And when, it's, and when it doesn't work out for my highest good, I delete it. I get rid of that toxic stuff because it's not working out for me and it's, and it's holding me back. So... I'm no longer at that high school. I was there for four years. It was great. It was it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. Um, I was thrown into that position um, four years ago. Um, yes, I remember four years ago, the that director was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't really know how many people are going to try out for cheer. And then I had, so you really don't have to do tryouts. Do you know, I know how many girls showed up that day when we had, when we had, um, when we started up, 45. No tryout, okay? 45. And then I had a problem with uniforms because the school decided not to give two shits about cheer and the parents paid for the uniforms. So I had half my team have a uniform. Half the team was new. And some of those girls really technically should not have made the team um, with no uniform. So I had a, oh my God, that was a mess. But I got I got out of that very well, and um and then I made the school buy uniforms. I was like, no, cheerleading is a sport here in the state of New York. Where the fuck are the uniforms? Like it was a ma- like I red flags right there. I should have seen it right there, right? But I did. I held that school and that and the, those girls for four years. So now it's up to them if they really want it that bad. But I can tell you they don't want it that bad. And I will tell you this: if you're an athlete and you're in high school. Your coach should not have to yell at you for 15 minutes to get ready to start practice. No. So I'm coaching this other team. I'm going to be coaching uh, probably two other teams. Um, that are like, you know, solid. It's a middle school team and it's an elementary school team. They're rec teams. 
So they're not part of a school district, which is which is good. But now another high school just opens up around the corner for me and are looking looking for a head coach. So you know that I will apply for that anyway. Even though I am going for judging certification for all-star cheer July 22nd. So July 22nd, like an all-day thing. And I can tell you, if you don't understand how cheerleading works, all-star cheer is extremely difficult. It's not easy. That's the one where they do tons of flips and these amazing stunts and one girl piled on top of another and they do all these jumps and they do all this tumbling. It's, it's, it's a lot. See, so high school cheer and rec cheer are two separate things too. Like you have different levels and you have different rules. So it's, I'm excited to learn. Like I used to be a cheer judge back in the day. Um, when I was like, you know, in my 20s, I was a cheer judge. But back then, it wasn't as popular as it is today. So the pay sucked. Now the pay is really awesome, I have to say. Um, which is good. Because when you're judging, I'm traveling here and there. You know, you really want to be paid really well. Um, so... There's that that's happening with me with cheer. So I'll still be, I'll be doing cheer. And I'm also, um, I haven't created the video yet, but um, any school in New Jersey or New York or any rec team or all-star team that needs choreography, I am now open to selling my choreography to like all those schools and to all those teams. Um, so if you need, so for example, if you need, the entire routine, you can then pay me to then come to your school or come to your gym or wherever we're going to practice and show you the choreography and put the choreography together. Or if you just want me to put the music together, I can do that for you. And then I can put the dance part of the routine together for you, whatever. Like there's different things I can do. So I'm also starting to do that a lot more. I have a new fitness. Uh, I did these fitness videos. Um, cheer conditioning is very intense, but you don't have to be a cheerleader to do that, my conditioning. So that's where I focused on. I focused on fitness and making it fun, but also, and very low key. Like you don't have to be in the gym for hours to get in shape. I don't understand what people think you have to be in the gym for three hours a day. Uh, hi, no, you're actually hurting yourself by being in the gym three hours. You don't have to work out for three hours. You can do an awesome, um, I don't want to say routine, but you can do an awesome workout routine and work out for half an hour and, and be in shape. You don't need to work out three hours. I, I don't know. Those people, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I have those coming on July 1st, by the way. So I have a couple freebies. You'll see freebies every Wednesday on my Instagram, which is bringiton underscore 23. I will do workout Wednesday. So I will show you one move that you can do with either a weight or not a weight or, or an exercise ball or, or one of those um, um, bands. So I got that coming July 1st. Um, what else is happening? Um, oh, I know what else. I, um, the, the, hot, the hot mess summer will be starting July 1st too. I have office space now in New York City. On the good side of New York City, Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue, Park Avenue. So I have different office spaces everywhere in, those in, in New York City. I can, I can try different ones and see which one I like the best. But I do have office space for the next five months. I may do it for six, but we'll see. Because you know how the weather gets in November. The weather, so it's July, July, August, September, October, November. We'll see how it goes. I may do December. Depends on, um, like I said, the weather. Um, we'll see. We shall see. But I have that exciting stuff that has transpired. So I'm going to be in New York City a lot more. Trying to get a lot more clients for my business in New York City, too, because that's where all the action is. <laughs> that's where it all is. Um... And then you can now hire me on Cameo. Is that how we say it? I, I haven't had that much caffeine in my body today. Um, 
Um, yes. So I can now do a chair for you. Any kind of chair. I have tons of chairs I can do, trust me. Um, for your birthday, for graduation, for your wedding. Um, you broke up with somebody, you want me to do a bye-bye chair. I can do one of those too. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> I can do that. You want some inspiration. I got that too for you. Or you need a sassy comeback video to shut a troll up. I can shut any troll up, trust me. I got that. So I'm on Cameo. You can find me. The link is on Twitter. The link is on Insta. The video of mine where I tell you that I'm on is on my Facebook page. I don't know if I put it on Pinterest yet. I have to see. I, I put it on LinkedIn, I think, and I put it on Pinterest. So it'll be everywhere. My link is everywhere, so you can find me. Or you can just type in my name in. It's the Diary of a Social Gal, by the way, on Cameo. So I try to keep everything code aesthetic. Everything's got to be, everything's got to match. That's how you do branding, people. You got to have everything match. Branding is very important. Um, so there's that. If you've been on Twitter recently, you know that I was going back and forth with one of my friends, um, Mark, with the cookie, cookie gate. Well, I just want to let everybody know if you haven't seen the tweets, he sent me a cookie. I won. Now, he's telling me, oh, well, a promise is a promise. I promise my ass, honey. It took you a freaking ass month to give me a cookie, okay? So if you were going to promise, are you living up to a promise? It should have been right after my, it should have been my birthday, all right? Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real, boy. But no, he, he's such a good guy. He's awesome. So um, he gave me a cookie, which leads me to the next segment. So, Jacob Chuba, hi. Hey, Jacob. Hey, how's it going? I um, hope you're having a great s summer right now. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. So, I have this idea, right, Jacob? I have, like, I'm thinking of, like, you know, ideas. And so, this idea with you popped into my head one day and I was like oh my god that is so awesome so I'm not gonna tell you on this podcast what exactly it is because you know people like to steal ideas so I'm going to tell you though on this podcast to look for it on Instagram on my Instagram I'm gonna tag you and on Twitter after the holiday is over and you are to respond to me because I will keep going with it and keep tweeting you and Instagramming until you respond just ask Mark with the cookie gate. I did that for, what, a month? And I've got my cookie. So I will do this a month with you until you respond to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. But this is really cool, I will just say to you. I thought of it, and I was like, holy crap. This is a great idea. So I will tweet you. I will tweet you the idea. I will Instagram you the idea. And damn it, you're going to get back to me. Um, yes, okay, yes, settings, whatever, I, I, oh, stupid thing, my eye touch, yes, thank you, I'm so excited because I just realized I had, I had an eye touch with music on it, um, and then the next thing I'm going to say is for Ryan Lindgren, okay, now, hey Ryan, hi, Hi, um, how's it going? How's Minnesota? Um, so I'd just like to know, Ryan, like, well, first, are you chopping down trees with your bare hands, eating rocks and raw meat? Because that's what some of the fans think you're doing <laughs> for your off-season regiment in Minnesota. Um, <laughs> I love that tweet. I thought that tweet was really funny. Like, because last season, people thought, I don't know the Adam Sandler movie, but there's a movie where he gets baseballs thrown to his head and he goes, hit me again, hit me again. And somebody posted that and said, that's what Ryan Lingren does for the off season to get himself ready. And I was like, oh my God, that is, that is funny. Um, so just want to know like how your children's doing. Are you okay? I saw you played golf recently. Um, speaking of golf, I can't hit a golf ball at all. Like period. Like I am terrible. So I'm reaching out to you. Hi, hi Ryan. Um, can you fucking help me? <laughs> Just, just help me. I mean, think of this. I think that would be a great first date with between you and me, now, don't you? I mean, just at a golf range, just, just teach me how to hit a golf ball. Of course, we can go out to get lunch. 
and you know, or drinks or whatever. I don't care. I'm up for whatever. But I really would like you to try to show me how to hit a golf ball because I don't know how. I so suck at it. And I've seen you play. You play. You're really good. You're really good. Um, I'm not. Now, I think there's something there. And I would like to find out if there could be something there between us. I mean, this could be like the most fun and adventure that you and I have ever had in our whole entire life. Think about that. I was thinking about that the other day, actually. And we may never know until you and I go out on our first date. Which, remember, we are going to go out on our first date. So I will tell you, like I just told Jacob, I will be tweeting and Instagramming until you actually respond back. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll do it. I will make it. But you know what, though? Since I'm a creative person, I will do it very creatively. <laughs> so I will do it creatively. But I was thinking to myself the other day, like with all your teammates, like, you know, Lexi and Vinny and, well, um, Lexi, Lexi and Vinny and Jacob and Jimmy and maybe Igor. And I was like, eh, maybe Mika. I don't know if Mika really cares. Um, <laughs> um, maybe Adam and then Schneids. Maybe, I don't know about Schneids, but I'll just throw them into the mix anyway. Like maybe they just don't, want you to get lucky with me because like you know i know how guys are on the locker room you know and maybe they're just jealous that like you know a girl's pursuing you because maybe they've never been pursued maybe they're the ones who always pursued the woman you know who knows but i was like yeah, maybe i don't know what that is but maybe i should just introduce myself to like the whole entire team to make them feel more comfortable the fact that i want to go out on a date with you like, I want to go out on a date with you. And we should really go out on a date because I told you in the last podcast, like, everybody on Twitter already thinks we're together. Instagram thinks we're together, too, by the way. Like, people, like, message me all the time. Um, and people think that we would make such, such a cute couple. But I don't think we'd make a cute couple, damn it. No, we'd be the fucking pirate team, you and me. See, I have the moves. You have the motion. Together, we'd cause a commotion. <laughs> I'll tell you, we would. We would, but anywho, anywho, so that's basically all I have to say. So all I have to say, I have a busy weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend, but it's going to be busy. I got my nephew pitching tonight. He's so excited. He is so excited. He's like, I'm going to pitch really good tonight, auntie. That was yesterday. I'm going to pitch really good. And I'm like, I know you are. He goes, yep, we're going to start. We're going to, we have to finish the game that got suspended and I'm, I'm supposed to be out there to pitch. I'm like, okay, Auntie will be there. Auntie will be there. I will be there to cheer him on. And then, of course, my niece, who hates baseball. This is so boring, Auntie. And I'm like, I know, honey. I know. I know. But just have fun. So, like, I, I try to make her laugh when I get her ready. Like, if I have to get her ready for game. Like, one time I had to get her ready. And during the week, sometimes when I'm taking care of them, like, during the afternoon after school, um... And they have games. I have to get them ready. So one time, like, I had to get her in her uniform. And she's like, I hate these pants. And I'm like, I know, honey. I know. Sweet, sweet, I know. But, like, look at how beautiful you look in them. Let's just look in the mirror and just go, I am so gorgeous. Look at me. I am so beautiful. And she starts laughing because she's like, oh, Auntie, you're so funny. And I'm like, I know, but look, just look. It just makes you look so good. And then you can go on for When you play first base, you can just say hello to all your friends. Oh, my God. I know her. Oh my God, you're here. How is it going? You can just have some fun out there. Don't worry about things. She was like, okay. Okay, auntie. But you're so funny, auntie. And then, of course, I love you. And I'm like, oh my God, she's so cute. Like, the other day, my car battery died. Like, that was a surprise. <laughs> so she was in the car with me, and she goes, we're going to be okay, right, auntie? We're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And I said, yes, everything's going to be fine, honey. Don't worry. So she got really concerned and she drew me a picture when she got home. So, and I had a FaceTimer. I'm like, see, Auntie's okay. Everything's fine. She's like, well, you know, maybe your car just needed more gas. And I was like, no, Auntie actually filled up. Auntie is not like your daddy, <clears throat> which is my brother, who waits for the last minute to put gas into the car. Um, we have gas in the car. And she was like, okay. She's like, but everything's going to be fine. And I said, yes, everything's going to be fine. And he's going to take the car to the mechanic tomorrow. And I'm going to get a new battery. And then my car will be fine. And then it is. 
oh my god, she's a piss. She's a pisser. I, I, I can't with her sometimes. She says the most funniest shit, I think, ever on this planet. She's going to be so much fun next year in kindergarten. God bless those teachers. <sighs> those teachers, God bless them. She's a pisser. I crack up with her, like, every day. She says something that is the most funniest thing. Like, oh, yes. So, Lexi. Where is, Le- where is, where is Lexi? Hi, Lexi. I hope you're having a great, great time right now. I <laughs> hope you're going, hope all is well with you. Um, yes, Alexi Lafanier, who did the video with the social media team with Ryan Lindgren, and one of the questions was, who's a better babysitter? And then Alexi Lafanier says he is because, oh, babysitting is so easy. So if you didn't see me post the video, I was babysitting last weekend. My brother took my sister-in-law to a concert, like an hour and like 15 minutes away, maybe two, maybe an hour and a half away. So they spent the night over in the hotel, and I stepped over. So I'm playing this game with my nephew and my niece comes out of her room with her hands closed and there's water dripping all over the freaking floor. And I'm like, honey, yo, what are you doing? Nothing. And I'm like, honey, there's water everywhere. What are you doing? She's like, I'm just trying to squeeze out the paper towel. I'm washing my walls in my room. Uh, you're, you're what? They're dirty. I have to wash them. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, just don't get the... And she goes, I need a dry paper towel now. So I posted a video of her using the wet paper towel and then using the dry one. So I thought maybe Alexi Lafayette would like to come babysit her sometime. You know, because it's easy. That's the kind of stuff that you have to be, like, prepared for. Because <laughs> that's the kind of girl she is. Um, And then, of course, my nephew. He's a little bit better. I would say, like, more, like, you can, like, give him something, you know, sit there and do it. Like, sh- but they both, when they're together, is <clears throat> hell. Hell. That's why you have to separate them. Because, like, she'll start hugging him and kissing him, and then and then she'll be sitting on top of him, and then he he's stronger than she is, so he's going to hurt her. And I'm like, don't do that to your sister. Don't do that to your brother. He goes, but he's my best brother. And I'm like, I know, I know you love him, but leave him alone. Like two more years. And I think then they won't do that stuff. But oh my God, together, it's a nightmare. Um, yeah, so I had a sleepover, so that was fun. And then the next morning we had to do our makeup because we're going to Mima Pops for breakfast. She had to do her makeup. God help me. Um... But that's basically it. So, yeah, so tonight, baseball. Little League. Because I really haven't really been watching the Yankees. Yeah, it's still too early for me. I really don't get into baseball until, like, maybe, like, mid-June. Definitely July. July and August, I get into baseball. Um, right now, I'm still, like, watch. I still, like, watch, like, the hockey playoffs. So, even though the Rangers aren't in it. Um, how cool is that with Florida, by the way? How freaking awesome is that? I'll talk about that next week, by the way. We will talk about the Stanley Cup Finals next week. Um, and anyhow, so that's tonight. Tomorrow, Saturday. I don't well, I have to look at my schedule as to what I'm doing. But, oh, oh, parade, parade. Right, I have to go to a parade because that's where my new cheerleading team is going to be. So I'm going to go meet. I'm going to go meet the director and, and the director of the cheerleading team. So I'm going to go meet her tomorrow for coffee in the morning. And I have some friends who are marching the parade. So I'm going to go cheer them on. And then Sunday is going to be like a chill day. But I think I'm going to be in the city on Sunday. Because I'm going to go walk to where all these office spaces are to see exactly where they are. So I know where I'm going. And then, of course, get coffee when I'm in the city um, at like the awesome coffee shops that are down there. And then Monday, I'm doing nothing. Literally, I, I think I'm going to start my reading. Actually, I think I'm going to start writing my, my book, my sequel book, because I have the book, The Drama of a Dra- the Diary of a Drama Queen. So my, my, um, my sequel is Drama in the City. So I'm going to try to do that maybe. And maybe read, because I have this book called Tweet Cute. It's about... Obviously, it's about Twitter. I have this other one that says, highly suspicious and unfairly cute. I have another one that says, ghosted, that I haven't read either. I mean, these three, my, the three books that I'm going to read. 
this summer, like summer reading list. If you have a book that I should read, let me know. And I will definitely look it up to read it as I love reading in the summer. The summer is like made for reading. So anyhow, anywho, that's basically it. So enjoy your weekends. Again, do not drink and drive. Be safe, be smart, have fun. And I will all talk to you next week. Now, I don't know if it's going to be Tuesday. I may talk to you Wednesday. I think, I, th- I think the Stanley Cup finals start June 3rd. So I want to talk to you before June 3rd. So think of it that way. Um, and that's about it. Have a great t- Have a great weekend. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.